Training, mindset, integrity, incremental improvement. What can you do better today? Start right here with the Pendola Project. Hey now, welcome back everyone to the Pendola Project. I'm your host, Matt Pendola, and I actually have a very special guest today with me. Miss Madeline Hardacre, actually Mrs. Madeline Hardacre, I should say. Madeline, nice to have you in today. Thank you. Why do I know you? Why are you here? <laughs> um, you spent years training my son. I did. Yes. I did. That's uh, Ethan. And yes. um, you actually just came in. We went over some downhill running training options for you, right? Yes. Yes. And so I this is... I appreciate. Oh, yeah. No, of course. That's uh, at least I'm good for something once in a while. <laughs> Broken clock is right, you know, twice a day, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but you actually are going to be a main interview guest for us next week. We're going to be talking a little bit more about your practice and what you do. But will you just briefly explain to people what you do for a living? Uh, yes. Actually, I am a board-certified um, OBGYN, but more recently board-certified in lifestyle medicine. And so starting in February, I opened up my practice Women's Health Elevated, which is a lifestyle medicine practice for women, which is focused on nutrition, physical activity, stress management, sleep optimization for um, for preventing and treating chronic disease is basically what it is. Perfect. I need some of that sleep optimization. I need, <laughs> I need some help with that. It's important. It's really important. I actually have um, I have an appointment set up with an ENT. And uh, it looks most likely that I'll end up getting some surgery done. I've, I've had mm -hmm. actually some sleep issues, sleep mm -hmm. apnea type issues uh, for a while yeah. now. So hoping that will help me out a little bit. So today's topic, what we want to get to, guys, is the magic pill. And really, Madeline and I were mainly just discussing the protocol that she was going to do for her downhill running. And just the fact that you have to commit, and we talked several times about the frequency. Frequency is important. Mm -hmm. And, for example, what I told you is that if you just do this set but do it every day, mm -hmm. that's much better. Just, just getting in a higher frequency, but compared to doing, let's say, five sets once a week, mm -hmm. that's not going to help nearly as much because your body needs time to get used to and customized for that particular movement pattern and just really comes down to I think rituals and having good habits and that just got us talking a little bit more about sometimes we struggle with that when we're trying to help people we're giving advice on what is going to serve them but long term mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily show up immediately and I just thought that was an interesting subject. So, Madeline, what's your experience with that? What's what's happening when you're trying to get a client of yours to commit to a ritual, something that will help them? How how can you get them to understand that this is something they need to do, even if they don't feel the benefits right away? You know, the first thing I really try to work on with my patients is having them develop a really good sense for what their long-term vision is for their health and having this vision really clear in their mind because I think when things do get tough they need to have that vision so readily available that it's like the first thing that pops into their mind when when they're struggling um, and so you know in the first 
visit or two, we really try to nail down what that vision is and what they're really looking for down the road. And when I say down the road, I mean like three to five years down the road. Like this is not, you know, when it comes to chronic disease, it's not something you're necessarily going to fix. I mean, it's, it's not something you're going to fix overnight. So I like that. And this is where we talked about with our passions, with our business models, we have to make that our legacy work in a business model, mm -hmm. which can be kind of difficult, right? <laughs> yes. So you still have to turn this into something that will work for people, mm -hmm. but there is some people that you have to just let go of. In my mind, I had to accept the fact that what I was trying to teach or preach was was not going to be just done by everybody. Right. And right. it was sort of a relief to hear from you that you deal with the same thing, right? Right. It was, you know what, when I started this practice, it was an adjustment because I I really wanted everybody to, to come on board and, and, and to see this this vision with me. And, and some people are very eager to, and some people are not ready to, to take on that long-term focus on their health and so um but you know what i realized that i don't you know i'm here for the people that want this this path and i am you know i'm available and so um but i'm okay with those people that don't understand it so you're also though a great role model and a great um educator and we, we talked about making that decision. Am I going to be an influencer or mm -hmm. an educator? Mm -hmm. And it is very difficult on my side of things. What sometimes I find myself competing with is that instant gratification that people are so used to at least hearing mm -hmm. that they'll get. Like, you know, get these results in 30 days. Right. And we joked around how my wife Erin she's writing her ebook and it's basically about uh you know it's going to be a glute book right mm -hmm. and it's about I love it. right <laughs> and i i'm trying to say that the right way but you know mm -hmm. most most of her uh, clients they understand that it's a process and it takes time mm -hmm. and it's getting incrementally better all the time but there's also a lot of different elements like nutrition mm -hmm and recovery that have to come into this. But it took Aaron really uh, a lifetime of learning and understanding through professional dance and then how to train in the, in the gym. But then even when she got a little bit older, she now had to understand that recovery was much more important than she gave it credit for when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And so it's a constant process, but you know, that can take a good couple years or so to really get maybe where you want to be with something like that. And how can we get people to adhere to a program that's not necessarily going to give you that immediate benefit, that immediate response? What say you, Madeline? Um, you know, I try to really get my patients to focus on the journey and enjoy the day in day out of the journey and not focusing on some particular endpoint like my program and what I do in my office it's not about any number value on the scale it's not about um, you know there is just not a set endpoint it's about becoming the healthiest version of yourself and that is going to be over a lifetime that's wonderful and I, 
you know, when you first came in today, we uh, we went over these drills for you and what we needed to focus on because I'm very proud of you. You're gonna you're going to attempt a 50k, maybe even a 50 miler. Uh, pretty pretty exciting stuff, but a big goal. Yes. And it <laughs> takes a long time to really properly build up mm-hmm. for something like this. But yet again, I know, unfortunately, way too many uh, ultra runners who kind of just jump into this stuff and just suffer through it, get through it. And but yet at what price is is, is there now some uh, long term side effects because uh, in, let's say, your knee because of what you did too much too soon, but you got across the line. But was that the journey? Was that really the process that you wanted out of it in the first place? So I love what you said there, because you're focusing on the journey and understanding that that is the fun. That right. is the value. Right. I mean, because you, when you reach a certain point, nothing ends there. I mean, if, if it's a 50K, well, yes, I'm going to finish the 50K, but then I can guarantee I'm going to want the 50 miles after that. And so, <laughs> so you know, I really do try to, for myself, focus on the journey and, um, and then really try to help my patients understand that that's the beauty in, in what I do. And it's not a coincidence we mentioned your son uh, that I worked with when he was in high school. He reached a, he reached some pretty lofty goals, and he was able to attain those goals and, and set some state records along the way and became one of the top athletes. And yet, even still to this day, quick story here, but we went out for a bike ride, his first real bike ride, borrowed his dad's bike. Um, It was just such a funny thing because he even attempted to do this. He didn't even have bike shorts on. We were just laughing. He tried to go out in cargo, right? Cargo shorts for like a, and, and I think you were telling him like, look, you know, Matt, uh, Matt and Bill, I mean, they're going to be going hard. Right. And, but he's just one of those guys that of course he's a great athlete. Uh, But I, I think he just has the attitude like I'll adapt, I'll adapt, I'll figure it out. And so I, I, I just think that, he's a reflection of you. You know, he's learned those things from, from you and your husband, of course, too. And, and that is so imperative too. I think you're a great role model for your kids and they do pay attention to to those things. And so he went out on this ride with us and we did some major climbing that day, which I will say it wasn't my idea. It was Bill Rogers idea, (laughs) Bill, you know who you are. But uh, poor Ethan, he he did have a little bit of rougher time out there, and uh, but he toughed it out. And now he just decided he was going to go and do this bike trip and go, I don't know, 560 miles, you said. And, and that's just kind of the attitude, I think, is almost like, well, I'm going to attack this thing. I'm going to get good at it now. And that's just such an amazing way that I think he's been um, he's been able to process for for himself, but I think he really learned that value from you. And and people who don't really um, know better, they might say, "Oh, Matt, you um, you know d- did such a good job with Ethan in high school, right? Like he's he, he you were able to get him running so fast or jumping so long, and and you you were able to turn this kid into like an elite athlete. Absolutely not. I didn't do any of that." I got a kid who wanted it and was willing to work for it. And so, 
if anything, maybe I wrote up a decent map. But that's it. He had to do all the driving, and he learned that from home. So I would just like to have you finish this uh, today about how we may choose to be an educator, but maybe in positive ways, a good influencer too. Yeah, I mean, I think for my kids, I just um, I try not to, or I try to make them realize that the limits that they have are just limits that they have set themselves. They, I mean, they really can do anything if they, if they want to do it. And, and in, in raising them and, and seeing them pursue their athletic goals, I felt it was really important that those goals came from them. Like none of my kids have followed goals that were set by my husband or I or you. I mean, all of them were goals that they came up with and they set for themselves, and that's why they've been successful, I, I really believe. That's wonderful. And again, though, I think that you are just used to that, but how I can tell you that a lot of kids coming in here when I first start talking to them, they don't know their why. They don't mm-hmm. really understand really what set them off in that path in the first place, except for they were more like they didn't think of it. Somebody just said, well, do this Mm -hmm. or right. And so I I think it's so important. What you just said is they made their decisions and that's why they stuck with it. Now, I don't know if you remember, you know, Ethan's um, one of his big goals was getting that um, new balance backpack. So (laughs) I can't say that all of the. I do remember that. It's the what the the biggest track meet in the right. country, and he that's... worked for like two years to get a backpack. But <laughs> it was all about the backpack. It was all about the backpack. I also love how simple it is sometimes, right? right? right like, yeah, right. that's what I wanted. Right. Uh, yeah, no, that that was wonderful. So, um, Madeline, just even though we're going to have you back onto yep. the podcast talking about your business, and I think this is so important it's for everyone but you do specialize a little bit more with females yes and so just um you can tell the audience briefly just where they can find you and exactly what it is that uh, they would be searching you out for yes so my practice is named um, women's health elevated Um, my website is womenshealthelevated.com um, I also am on Instagram and Facebook under those, uh, under Women's Health Elevated. And then really lifestyle medicine is, is essentially for anybody because, you know, I see just a full spectrum of, of patients from people who are amazingly healthy and fit who simply want to um, make sure they're doing everything they can do to be the healthiest version of themselves, whether it's recovering better or, um, I mean, a variety of things. Um, and then to, to people with significant chronic disease that are wanting to, um, to adjust their lifestyle to give them the best chance of beating that disease. So it's really a full spectrum, and, um, and I'm loving every second of it. Well, you guys will see in the uh, show notes and also if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see Madeline. But what I love about you is that you walk the walk. Thank you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and I really think even my wife was talking about talking to you about some things for her. But just the fact that you are somebody that really takes care of yourself 
but really not in any extremes either. I think it's such a great balance that you live. Thank you. You know what? I, I, I would actually agree with that. I, I feel like um, I, uh, I really work on being the healthiest version of myself and, and exercising and nutrition and everything, but I also have fun and, and, and so have found a nice balance. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, we will be talking to you again on Thursday, but thanks so much for listening and can't wait to talk to you, Madeline, again. Perfect.